Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 102. For the second time in my life, the Bills are the best team in football. Can anyone stop this little chipmunk named Kyler Murray? I don't know. Take Tom Brady for MVP right now. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the All right. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 102. Wherever in the world you're listening, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, and vanagam, and ciao. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing, subscribing, liking uh, our podcast. And if it's your first time listening, please do all of those things. Uh, give our podcast a good old social hug. Facebook's back on now. The world's okay again. And uh, you'll all be all right. There's lightning strikes inside of dome stadiums. It's a weird world we live in, folks. Uh, I got a weird co-host named Weird Mike. I'm sure you all know him. If you don't, it's his last day with no jibs. It's a new Mike tomorrow. Uh, all 102 episodes brought to you by HuckMedia.ca. Go to HuckMedia.ca for any and all media needs. He's a drone flying, bungee jumping, fly boarding son of a gun. We call him Huck Daddy. He's a big Titans fan. He's having a tough week. <laughs> uh, for the second time in my life, the Bills are the best team in football. Number one on my chart, a half point better than Tampa Bay or Kansas City. The other time in my life was the Kagon offense of Jim Kelly and those Bills with Thurman. They went to four straight Super Bowls. They might not have won any, but they were the best team in football for a bit. Back in my diaper days. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. We're going to talk Survivor. Our Hugh Picks went four and two. The Gambling Donut from Weird Mike went one and one. And uh, both of us have survived to fight one more week. We're going to go back to the futures and some more stuff. And I got a truth of the week that will knock your calf off in San Francisco. Weird Mike, how the heck was your weekend, bud? Up, down, sideways, it's so facto, blah, blah, blah. All of the above, my short-armed co-host. <laughs> um, Semi-rough weekend at Centennial. Let me tell you, down a couple units heading into Monday, combined with the dental, the, the dental D-Day coming after this show, Hugh. I'm splitting after the show, finding out... It's not next episode. He keeps leading you on, folks. I find out today when it will happen. Has the healing settled? Have the nose jays worked? That's what I find out today. Okay? So Nose jays, by the way, is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Always, always. I, I've become far more straight and narrow uh, in isolation, people, in case you're wondering. Um, however... My semi-rough weekend and hopefully good news for the jibs returning came with that lightning delay that you scoff at, Jeffrey. That region is under fire, literally. You have to respect the skies and all that it could do. It's right by the airport. There's a lot of moving parts and a 35-minute delay. Everybody chill the farve out, okay? <laughs> and our chat on the pick 12 was lit with the delay for whatever reason. And Hernsey said, is that a sign, the lightning bolt? It was. ProLine Plus has been stalling on my withdrawal. Folks, it's the worst gambling side I've seen. I'm not a big recommendation guy. Do what you want with your money, but ProLine Plus blows. Two and a half weeks to get the money back. Anyway, I turned a nice little profit 
and I let it all ride with this delay and the extra delay with the lightning, putting baby cat down, led to an $800 spike. It only paid five twenty because they were kind of heavy juiced. The Chargers baby bolts in a lightning storm. The fucking Lord sent it, and it shot. Okay, twenty eight foot cover, alt line, everything. Chargers. Yeah, and one thing. That's such a weird Mike thing to do, by the way. Lightning strike, lightning on the helmet. Going to bet the lightning team. <laughs> Absolutely. If, if there was like the Seattle rain, well, shit, you'd be betting Seattle a lot. Uh, uh, you know, after I pulled the trigger, I realized it was probably like the eighth worst bet I've ever made. <laughs> Risking 800 bucks in a rainstorm against a team whose coach is insane, by the way. The Chargers coach is insane. It's the game on the line is beyond that. There was, in pregame, they said it was going to be 50-50. We joked on the show it was going to be about 40% Raiders fans. They said on the show it was closer to 50. Guess what, folks? It was 80% Raider Nation, black hole, old school takeover. I'm talking 90s Raiders fans. Not They think Oakland soft. I'm talking guys that originated the black hole or in the crowd. I'm surprised they didn't pull it out. Well, they were, you know, they were an L.A. team for, for multiple years, multiple times, I think. Um, Last time they won and, the Super Bowl, 1984. Yeah. The other thing is that I thought about is that this isn't going anywhere for the next, I don't know, no. decade. It's worse. A decade worse. at least. They, the Raiders are going to have an extra home game in the nicest stadium, the second nicest, nicest stadium in the league uh, wow. in Los Angeles. Really fun place to play already. For and this is a this is a division opponent. This is no this problem is not going anywhere. It's not like when Dallas goes and plays the Rams. You know, this is they're in the same division. This is an extra home game against a good team that you're gonna want that extra home field advantage. This just isn't going away. Uh you know I thought Joey you know Bosa's I thought Joey Bosa's comment comments were interesting after the game where he because I I totally agree with him. It's almost just like, why would you say that? Why would you let the cat out of the say? bag? He said, uh, we knew as soon as we hit Derek a couple of times, he'd get rattled and play rattled. And he did. Ooh. And, and Joey Bosa said that, and he was right. I've never, I, you know, that's the Derek Carr kind of, of old. The one who looks like he's on three Adderalls, two pills of speed, and four coffees. Sometimes that's good, but on third and three, when you just need to not walk towards Hunter Renfro when he's double covered, and then curl into a ball to get a sack on the possible tying drive. Anyway, Derek Carr's relax, bro. Uh, so that's a very interesting nugget. You said back to the future is coming later in the app. Yeah. Um, what about forward to the future? Future Raiders handicapping win totals. Next year, they might have the extra home game, nine. You write the schedule yeah, evens yeah. out. Yeah, it's plus, nine or eight every plus year. Plus this faux slash very real home game. Yeah, at SoFi, so that could be ten home games, versus six or seven. I right? bet over like half of the, I bet over half the Raiders live in LA, right? Like, <laughs> I feel like that's one of my most intelligent. I said the word wrong. I totally just lost the, <laughs> <laughs> the edge of the intelligence potential handicap on a forward to the futures, maybe a, a possible segment. Well, Huck Media, what do you think? Possible segment forward to the futures. I think not. <laughs> I, 
I, we just have named a segment called Back to the Futures. It's a very clever pun. Um, forward to the future, never made it uh, past the production meeting. But, uh, speak, you know, a little teaser, uh, Back to the Future. It's not really in my futures thing I'm going to talk about today, but Vegas is not buying their own team. They're 3-1, and one, and they're plus 600 to win the division. Plus 600. That's, that's the worst. Terrible that's, the, that's the worst in the division. As in, like, the Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs are all better. I get that. But plus 600 to win the division? Uh, I don't know. Well, interesting. They're, Just they're, I'm not saying smash Jeff, on it, but... Jeff, they're not winning the division. Okay? They are what? not winning the division. Let's get a bet. I'll give you some odds. On air, on the spot, black hole, just like half your cam, okay? What do you want? I'll give you... 20 bucks to win 100. No, 100 to 500. Raiders don't win the division. No, no, no. That's bad 100 odds. for me, 500 for you. That, that's I'm getting worse odds than Vegas. Nah, cash money, bro. No. Um, On the show air. Man up to your rate. I'll give you one more week. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, okay. Give you one more week. Okay. Um, week. Again, I'm a big Chiefs guy, so it's... Anyway. But I'm just saying, with one injury, knock on wood, you're already you've already accumulated some wins against some tough teams. One of these big quarterbacks in your division goes down. That's an open door. So uh, anyway, almost a great, great fourth quarter comeback. I was watching with Chuck Hewlett and you know, we were fired up to see it. Didn't really have a, a dog in the fight. I pretty much stayed away from both games that were in your gambling donut last week. Uh, I needed Darren Waller. I need Darren. I needed Darren Waller to get 21 more yards and I would have had a big payday. Uh, the Bucks on money line won me my parlay. Uh, Arizona, Seattle, Bucks, Chiefs, and the over in the Giants game. So I had a, I had a pretty good week. Uh, you didn't have a pretty good week. Me, Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Meyer. I I know Facebook was down for a day with Instagram, but I'm sure y'all saw it. If you listen to a show like this, you saw some co-ed dancing up on Urban Meyer's groin area uh, while he's on a bar stool, classic bar stool grinding. Uh, I'm sure, Mike, that's right up your old U of T alley. I'm going to sit here. Uh, you, you do all the work. And then if nobody's watching, I'm going to stick my finger up your ass. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> You're a married man. What, what world do you live in, Urban? Everybody in the world has... Uh, cameras on their phones. Everybody, even homeless people. I think they're giving those away now. Uh, yeah, also, I don't, I don't want my iPhone. You're you're not you're not in Ecuador where people might be like, oh, who's this old guy? No, you're in Ohio where everybody knows you. You won national championships at Ohio State, and you just think you can get away with this? Welcome to Earth, Urban. Welcome to Earth. So I don't know. I just, I still think he's a good. I still think he's a good offensive-minded coach. I don't believe all of the reports saying he's lost everybody in the room and they're looking to I fire him right away. I, I don't believe that. I could be wrong. I'm just an outsider. Jeff, I think the reports are worse. I think it's worse than the reporting, and we're just getting a bit of what's actually true. Maybe I think that the uh, Lawrence and this whole college cuddle system. He drafted his buddy at Tien, and now he's. Down. I like that pick. I like that pick. But he's not playing, Jeff. And this is a week-to-week -week business, man. It says show business. It ain't show friends. 
Okay. He got hurt in the preseason. What are you going to say? It's fault. I'm, 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 no one's blaming the kid. No one's blaming Travis Etienne. Good kid. Okay. Yeah. For the record. Well, I'm saying the college cuddle, canoodling, whatever's going on in North Florida, it's not working. You got grown ass men laying it down on a Thursday night. And again, turning away points, underdog on the road, working all week to accomplish something and turning your back on it. Everybody remembers what I'm talking about. It was a long time ago, so I'm not going to spend any time on it. But you know what else? Urban Meyer, get a hold of your players, man. Their Jacksonville defensive backs never had their mouth guards in. They Joe Burrow picked on the same DB three <laughs> times, and all three times this guy had his mouth guard dangling, clanking in his eyeballs. Okay, how are you going to make a tackle under the lights with a mouth guard in your eye? It's supposed to be in your mouth. Look back. It's ridiculous. It's an epidemic. Roger Goodell, somehow, some miracle, this gets to your ears. You say it's safety first, it's bullshit. If you got a mouth guard on you, <laughs> it's in your mouth or it's 15 yards. Done. End of story. It's, it's fucking, it's vaccine rules. It's, come on, what are you doing here? It's hard I don't- to play defense. I don't agree. I don't disagree. I basically have no idea what you're talking about. I understand that people don't put their mouth guards in. And I did see that in case you didn't see Thursday night football. Mike was referencing the Jags were 15 end of the half. They could have kicked a field goal end up going for a fourth down and hit it. And apparently one of the Jaguars DBs doesn't wear his mouth guard and anywhere close to where he's supposed to on his face. It's an epidemic. And Considering we're living in picking up on it. We are in an epidemic knows that knows a pandemic. I wouldn't quite put this on the ec- epidemic scale, but I'm sure the DB's coach could maybe talk to the guy and be like, hey, hey, put your mouth guard in. You were just beat on national TV a couple times. Either way, just to wrap it all up, one way that uh, in pro sports is football, folks, okay? This isn't the view. So I'm not saying what Urban's, I don't support what he's doing. You're a married man. You're an idiot. But it's 2021. This is not 1991 anymore. What I'm going to refer to now is the golden age of being famous. You could literally get away with murder all over the world. You throw some sunglasses on. You got a publicist. Nobody records nothing because nobody just has a camcorder on them at all times at bars. Like if you listen to Spit and Chicklets, Chris Chelios was traveling the world on private jets with Eddie Vedder. Just he's like, I don't even remember the stories, but. Let me tell you, it was just fun to be there uh, going down to Jamaica. He's like, I didn't even have a wallet. I was there for <laughs> four days. Uh, the golden age of being famous is over. Okay. Urban. Long done. Anyway, I, uh, Jeff, the only way, the way to solve all these problems, by the way, Urban, maybe get your first win. We got a, unfortunately for Huck Daddy, the Titans are looking vulnerable right now. Uh, I, by the way, if you don't follow us on Instagram, follow us on Instagram at Hughes talking. I know I talked about Tennessee as both a spread pick and my Hugh picks and a survivor pick uh, last week, but I said I was fluctuating between the Titans and bills. I ended up going with the bills. Julio Jones injury was just too much to battle. I think if they actually had Julio Jones, they probably beat the jets and, uh, yeah, tough week for the Titans. And if they don't get those two guys back, their offense is a, a bicycle. So. I mean, a bicycle with King Henry, King Henry driving it, but not enough to beat too many teams in this league. And they got a desperate Jaguars team coming in. I just don't know how well they're functioning. They won't make my Hugh picks, but just stay the far away from that game this week. Classic Jets crowd. Willed them to victory, man. 
They kicked that field goal at the end of the first half, and they took the lead, and, and they were like, you know what, guys? We can freaking do this. It felt like this Friday the one. lights. Fireman Ed's kid is holding it down now, FYI. Uh, yeah. So they got some old school spirit. Look out for the Jets. They're going to be a cover machine. They may not win a bunch, but they're going to cover a shit ton. If, if Fireman Ed's kid didn't like A, football, or B, firemen, <laughs> I, I think he'd put him up for adoption. Just try again. All right, honey. We got, we got, we got a culture to represent here. Anyway, uh, that's Jets football, too, because like any other NFL team, you're 0-3. I don't even think they're getting that much fan support, but the Jets are just so used to being mediocre. If they think they can win a game, man, they get right behind them. You're right. That's enough Jets and Jaguars for this episode, I think. It sure is, buddy. Jesus Christ. Uh, before we continue, um, I laughed out loud and into the mic to reassure our viewers that you may have said the funniest thing you've ever said in 102 episodes, Jeff. Sunglasses and a publicist. And you could get away with murder. Yeah. Gold. Sunglasses and a publicist, and you're good. And what are you That's talking good. about? He wasn't even there. You know? <laughs> A thousand people saw his dick on stage. Now that was he was not there. Anyway, uh, our Buffalo Bills, you, our Buffalo Bills, pick? well done. Was my survivor pick? I have survived. I noticed. I thought that you would had both your picks in the survivor pool. By the way, folks, we hope you guys survived. Let us know what you're thinking for Survivor. Send in your DMs to at Hughes Talking or at Weird Mike, spelled M I C. Weird before it. Uh, for the, yeah, anyway, since the first time since I was 11, the best team in football. Right now, in a neutral field, I would take them to beat the Bucks by about a point. I'd take them to beat the Chiefs. I'm not putting them in Hugh picks this week because, again, I got them a half a point difference. And biggest game of the week, Chiefs-Bills rematch of the AFC Championship game last year. Okay. It's going to be a doozy with a gun to my head. Hawk, maybe we yes. bring that sound back just one time. Friendship gun. Who you got? I would take the Bills. I like. Wow. Uh, I would. Their defense is much better than the Chiefs' uh, offense. They haven't replaced Sammy Watkins yet. I know Josh Gordon is going to be back, but it might take a week or two for him to be a real asset. And the Bills' D, I mean, they're not playing the best teams, but they're not playing the worst teams. They got two donuts averaging 11 points against for, this, for the first four games of the year and looking every bit of it. So it's they're not accidental. The Bills are good. All-around good team with an absolutely fantastic quarterback. Check out at Hughes Talking. I shared uh, something that the Bills shared of Josh Allen's highlights from being mic'd up while I destroyed the Texans last week. This guy's an absolute beauty. Just a guy that you'd want to play sports with forever. Whether it's hide-and-seek, manhunt, football, <laughs> dominoes, you want to play with Josh Allen. Just a fun, awesome dude. Great. Players, leader. Anyway, I love him. I love him. And I love these are quarterback, so, and I would take him to win this week. I may have had it wrong. I said uh, they were looking for Josh Allen's bestie. It turned into him becoming everyone's bestie. Everyone's bestie was the secret sauce. Also, I don't think we're giving Dawson Knox enough credit. He's oh, yes. he's above and above average tight end, and him and Josh's Great. connection seems very real. They literally Great. look like they they hang out every day. First touchdown prop, Dawson Knox. Sometimes plus 25, 2,800. I'm sure Vegas will catch up now that he's cut. That'll another be coming two. down. But still, you know, this faux starting tight end 
who's becoming uh, the real deal in the red zone. And, uh, and you know, just a nose spray. When you score goals, you score more goals. Like, you always wonder how did Dino Cicerelli score 700? Because he scored, and then he scores some more. So he's got the nose for the end zone, and uh, Josh loves him. You know and, what's interesting? Oh, go ahead. Tell me. Go ahead. You're interesting first. You know what's interesting to me is I, Leslie Frazier got ripped apart. The defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills got ripped apart in their after their regular season game last year because they let the Chiefs run for like 220 yards. Mm. They lost the game, but they were in the game the entire game, and Josh didn't even play that great. They they were down by six, like late in the third quarter, early fourth, and Mahomes was had a pedestrian game, uh, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, they're just let they're just letting them run," which has become the exact template to beat the Chiefs or at least stay with it. Uh, so it's been copied. It's been used again. The Chargers did it. Hey, if you want to run the ball, go nuts. If you want to beat us five yards at a time, we don't think you have the discipline to do that. You're going to take these chances against a packed backfield. And the Bills' packed defensive backfield is not something that you want to test too much. If they can keep Tyree Kill and Kelsey somewhat under wraps, Nicole Hardman and Clyde Edwards-Alaire aren't going to beat the Bills this week. So I'm pretty excited. Fired up for this game. Not going to pick it. Too close to call. And there's six other games I really like. And we went four and two last week. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, building on my uh, bizarre home field advantage, potentially the Raiders getting 10 home games. Straight up. Nine, 10. Um, I think the Bills crowd, did you see? It was a monsoon in Western New York on Sunday. These guys are animals. Bills Mafia is next level. I think it's even more hardcore without the Canadians. I think the crowd is even more intense and more loud. Sure, there might be four to 6,000 people less in the stands, but who gives a shit if 72,000 others are even drunker and less worried about driving home and getting across the border, then you've created this uh, mosh pit of fandom. Uh, Jeff, let me tell you something. Are you taking mustard to the eye when you got to drive home four hours? Are you drinking out of a bowling ball that's been passed around the entire tailgate during a pandemic? No. Are you going through a flaming table, jumping off your friend's RV? Of course you're not. Bill's Mafia is turned up. Okay, this is a serious home field development. We are understating this. They, there's... They're doing everything except jumping on the field. And they're, you know, deep down, they're good fans and they never would. Right. But that is a serious home field advantage brewing. If they somehow get that AFC title game there, OMG. And this Sunday goes a long way to that. And uh, I'm the same I, with you. I'm going to ask them. I got, a couple, I got a couple things to say to that. One, I don't agree that, it, that it's louder with 4,000 less people. I Secondly, do you know me? I would drink out of that bowling ball as long as I'm not driving home. And if I am, we're going to the casino first. Thirdly, the only reason I don't jump through tables like our boy Brent Sescon is because I have much maligned shoulder problems. <laughs> yes, I apologize to the rent boss who just celebrated a birthday. Uh, you did Happy go through birthday, a table. Happy birthday, B-Sess. Yep. You did go through a table. That happened, and your uh, pain was very real. So I do apologize. Yeah, he really hurt himself there. It's those, if you don't have the easy-breaking kind of WWE-style tables, if, if you actually yeah. bought tables that are meant to last... Those weight-bearing uh, angle metal in the middle, they can get you. And they got Brent. Happy birthday, Brent. A uh, couple days from now, happy birthday, Dewey. 
we're gonna we'll have you back for a guest spot on uh soon on look who's talking as well as coach palmy we love you too but happy birthday dewey 10 10 10 uh I'm, right. I'm gonna uh i'm gonna sprinkle buffalo to end a lot of my parlay cards yeah twenty dollars two three teams buffalo at the dog price okay it, you know a hundred dollar bet into a three hundred dollar winning so that's going to be so, my game plan. I'm going to try and get in on Sunday night cheap with maybe the skins and uh, the pats, you know, something. There's no skins anymore, but I, I I hate myself for even bringing that up. But anyway, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, so uh, my bills are going to be attached to the most of my parlay cards, trying to get in cheap. Hopefully okay. one skates. I will be very lightly sprinkling on the bills, possibly on Dawson Knox, because I do like that as first touchdown. Um, but generally I'll be watching that game as a big fan. Just hoping for our our boys in blue. Okay, let's Got talk Bills Mafia. We love you. Let's talk Survivor quickly. Uh I survived. You had two teams going. I thought I checked the site. I thought that you took Buffalo on both of your teams. You did not. Please explain what not. happened. I uh didn't want to double down knowing that if I wanted a serious shot at this large pot I yep. needed to save the Bills one of two ways. So I took my chances with the Superdome, and for the third time in four years, one of my entries ends on Bourbon Street, much like three of my four nights in New Orleans and Bourbon Street. <laughs> um, Sean Payton with the ball, up 11, four and a half minutes to go. Can't seal the deal. This guy's running Taysom Hill up the middle like he's K-State. What a joke. What a joke. The Pope whistleblowers were in full effect. That is not on the crowd. It was not a flat crowd. They were up. They had the ball twice, up 11 in the fourth at home. Those win probabilities are, are, are peaking around the 90s. Uh, and there you go. Saquon to the house. I know it helped your fantasy team over the top. It but did. it knocked out uh, about 300 and change. Myself included, I still survive with the Bills, and this week I'm leaning towards New England. Tough loss, 0-3 at home. They're 1-0 on the road, however. Destroyed yep. the Jets. I feel the exact same game is coming this week. So I'll be taking the New England Patriots all but locked. A rare early week lock coming. You said, you said all but locked. <laughs> yeah, all but locked is locked. Same, same, okay. different. Come on. Uh, Mike, I got a couple questions for you. Okay. Do you like me? Uh, yes. Do you know that I like you? I know it comes across sometimes that I don't, but I, I very much do. I, I think my best handicap of the week last week, and you, and these were your words, was why you don't take the Saints on Survivor last week against a feisty, hungry Giants team. Broke it all down. You even agreed. Coming back from five weeks on the road. You got to you know, get the tree out of your yard, you know, play some rent, say hi to the baby mama. And you agreed. And you said, you know what, Jeff, you probably just saved me a lot of money. And then you just did it anyway. Like I don't even matter to you. Well, Mike, I hope this was a lesson. Hey, anyway, we just got one team. Good luck with your survivor picks, folks, this week. And you? I am locked in taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, at home to the Miami Dolphins. Locked in. Yo, Tampa. Sorry, Tampa. Tampa Tom. <laughs> yep. Brady, number 12, has historically had a hard time with the Dolphins. 
predominantly in South Florida. They've moved up the 95, I-95, just a bit to Central Florida. But plus 10? Tasty. Huge loss to the Rams on the road. One of the most emotional games. Some of the the uh, media was calling it the Super Bowl. I mean, there was helicopters floating around the stadium. There was yep. elevated security. Like, that was a big game. There's not a game after the Super Bowl. Like, you don't play the next Sunday. No, you no. Know, that guy... Guy had media day on Tuesday. The guy arrived in New England, gave his time. You know, everybody in the building wanted a piece, and he probably gave a good chunk of them a tiny piece of him, yep. his time. So, natural letdown spot. Here comes this pesky Dolphin team that maybe a lot of people have written off. A winless Are they Colts pesky? Team on a, I haven't seen any peskiness. I don't know. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna find out. In Central Florida this week, Tampa, and the Pirate Ship, Raymond Jane Stadium, hashtag wenches, fuck soup game of the week. Dolphins at the Bucks. You I give me a warning. I'm, I'm like, I'm a dish. I'm like, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna uh, shift the warning to you. Okay, I couldn't disagree. But I passed the warning. I passed. Uh, I, 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 I've picked, I picked against the Dolphins last week. One of my better picks. I, t- I told you all to take the Colts on the road, and every team just beat them by a lot. They never really looked good on offense. They didn't even look that great on defense. I'm not seeing any peskiness from the Dolphins. I'm actually just seeing remorse on not picking Justin Herbert because you'd have a lot of problems solved for the next 15 years if you did. You picked Tua Tagovailoa, one spot ahead of a, prob- a probable Hall of Fame quarterback, as P- Coach Palmatier brought up in our group chat. I, I was an astute observation. So, yeah, I'm rolling with Tampa. I don't think there's anything pesky about the Dolphins. Uh, you know, unless Ace Ventura brings Snowflake back, I think this one's a wrap. You, <laughs> <laughs> it's on fire today, folks. Lace is out, Dan. <laughs> the worst hemorrhoids I've ever seen. All right. Uh, yeah, so you we'll get gave, to our you Hugh, we're going to get to our Hugh picks in just a minute. I... I have honors of four and two. We gambling donut went one and one. Steph Gilmore just today got released by the Patriots. By the time this episode comes out tomorrow, he might have already signed somewhere. I'm just gonna make a guess and say the Chiefs. Uh, I know the Bucks is a popular opinion, but I'm gonna say the Chiefs. I'm saying he's going to Del Boca Vista. Stephon Gilmore with all the other Patriots. I won't say castaways, but it's remarkably accurate because it's a freaking pirate ship. Okay, yeah. it all ties together. Get down there. Let's get Richard Sherman playing a few less reps. Yep. And I think the Dolphins are better with Brissett. That's my two thought of the day. Well, if they're if they're better with Brissett, then they just suck regardless. Um, you know what? The Bucks makes the most sense again. The Tom connection. Gronk, uh, you know, you like going where your buddies are. And even if they're not close friends, it's hard not to like Gronk and Tom, it seems like, just from a human-to-human standpoint. Did uh, did Gilmore get a ring? Yeah, yeah. Might Mul- he got multiple rings. He was the one who broke up Blake Bortles' pass in the AFC Championship game that would have sealed the deal for the Jaguars. Remember he do- dove and tipped it? Best play of his life, probably. I anyway, it'd be interesting to see where he goes seldom. coming off coming off the PUP list after week six. Uh, those two those two Super Bowl bubble teams 
probably need him the most. Chiefs, the Bucks have horrible pass defense. Group injuries for that's the Bucks how, at cornerback. That's how far this show has come. Season five, I remind you all. Um, Jeff just described one of the most heartbreaking plays in my football betting career. The pass deflect by Stefan Gilmore. I had $800 on the Jags money line paying oh. for a couple of months rent at Los Palmas. I'm talking lumber. That was the Jags. Now their coach is groping co-eds, breaking uniform laws and haven't won since their kid, the owner's kid bought the wrestling. All right. That's a real timeline. One foot in the other door equals both feet nowhere. You ever heard that one? I, I Yes. I just hope, again, lesson learned. If you bet Tom Brady in the playoffs, you're going to lose about 85% of the time. Just the way it goes. No matter who they're playing. I know you rode Phillip Rivers like six straight times there. Vegas hey, Dave, baby. For your wall, it's good for your wallet that he retired. All right. Uh, you know what? Let's get right into it. Uh, yeah, let's get right into it. It's easy to hate John Harbaugh. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, did you? But just you know, what I'm talking about right now. He, he he ran for the extra four, four four or five yards at the end of the Broncos game. Pro Baltimore, everything. Ravens flock wins, records, grown men doing things. Important, important. Who gives a shit that it was Denver? Why is Vic Vangio taking it so personally? It could have been the Chargers. It could have been anybody. It doesn't matter. It's, it's who an, the number was. It's about That's the it. integrity. It's about the integrity of the game. Look, I'm all for being aggressive. And if if point differential mattered, if you were voted into the playoffs, absolutely. But injuries happen all the time. It's pro football. It's a tough sport. When the game's over, the game's over. Now, I know... To be fair, Harbaugh was like, oh, Drew Locke's throwing from the end zone with nine seconds left. There's no 16-point plays. Okay. Love it. But you won. Would you just kneel down? He, the reason he did this, folks, if you don't know, it's because they wanted to tie the Steelers of the 70s for 43 straight games with at least 100 yards rushing. Even, more, even more important, knock off a rival off a long-standing record. These things don't grow on trees. This isn't a game record, right? Like I but get it's, that, but it's such Lamar a niche rushing. It's such a hey, niche record. A hundred hey, yard. Why are you disrespecting forty three games of hard work by these guys? Maybe that fucking O line. You've been in a football locker room. Those old guys O line is tight. You don't know what that means. Maybe there's bonuses. But you're Maybe the coach. Got a bounty on him. You're the coach. You got to think for them. Yes, the coach is aware of it. That's why Harbaugh's a, a great motivator of men. Because he gets behind what's important. And we may not think it's important. Vic Vangio, you sound like a fucking baby. You got your butts whooped at home by a bird that shouldn't fly so high. And it's it's everybody should just shut up. You should what put a, the Ravens on the back and Denver shut up. I said the same thing about the stupid-ass preseason record that they tried to set. And you know what happened? They lost their starting running back, which innate, but honestly is going to cost them the, the progress they want in the playoffs this year. Is J.K. It? Dobbins was a large their offense last year. He was going to be a bigger chunk of their offense this year, and none of these scat backs are going to replace him. Also, he shouldn't have been in the game. I think, don't you learn lessons? Imagine Barr gets hurt up 16 points running for four yards for your stupid record. Your season's done. Try explaining that to anybody. 
Luckily, that didn't happen. Also, what Vangio's mad about, there's one play left. It's pro football. If one of my guys gets hurt from your stupid ass fucking record, anyway, bugs me. I don't like Harbaugh. Again, again, when, you think it. it's stupid fucking record. Dude, but what if he man, what what if the Ravens got hurt hey, on that play? Hey. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I heard Lamar you. gets I heard hurt. You. Lamar gets hurt on the play. Do you think his team looks at him afterwards? He's like, wow, that was really smart. We're glad you went for that record. No. So he got lucky. Luck doesn't equal a genius in my mind or good motivator. I think he got lucky. Because that's what fo- pro football is. You're lucky to not get hurt almost every snap. All right. Right into you picks. You. All right. Speaking of the Ravens, my gold pick of the week is the Indianapolis Colts plus seven on Monday night football. Yeah. Love it. Shouldn't have given the Colts hope, but you did. They beat the Dolphins. They're in the worst division in football, and they can see the division lead in a game or two. The Titans are 2-2 two and two with no receivers. The Houston Texans are tanking. And, uh, yeah, like, you're, you're, the Jaguars are, you know, having cocktail parties in Ohio. It's not. This division's wide open. Colts are plus seven. Uh, this spreads three or four points too big, in my opinion, for a running team against a team with a good defense. Darius Leonard's going to chase down Lamar, and their secondary is going to do a pretty darn good job of covering Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. And again, you don't got J.K. Dobbins anymore, so who's covering the spread? I don't know. So I like the Colts plus seven. I love it. Monday Night Football primetime game. Carson Wentz gets another week to recover. They don't have Matthew Judon anymore. They're not getting to the quarterback as much. Good win against Denver, but uh, the Colts are underrated, whereas the the Broncos were overrated. I love this pick. I think I'm on the sharp side here. Take it. All right. I Another plus seven. I'm taking the New York Giants plus seven in a division game against the Dallas Cowboys and Fox's game of the week. I have a feeling this might be the first game we hear a little Troy Aikman talking about the how Dak's had a great year, and if he just st- stays playing Dak ball, they'll do good. But as soon as he has to drop back and not kind of, you know, be, uh, be playing with the lead, because they've been playing with the lead a lot this year, uh, I sense a very close game. I think Dallas wins this by about a field goal and uh, a great NFC East matchup. The Giants aren't as bad as everybody thinks. Daniel Jones isn't as bad as everybody thinks. And, uh, also, I think I have the worst game. I'm betting against the worst game manager of a football coach in the NFL. So even if the Dallas team and their fantastic defensive stars really outplay the Giants, Coach Mike McCarthy's going to find a way to not score as many points as he needs to to cover this spread. Oh, we got a minute and a half left for halftime and we're up 10. <laughs> Let's just kneel it because, you know, football games don't get close anymore. So... I think Mike McCarthy's going to cost them this spread. Uh, Giants are winning the game early, lose by a last-second field goal, and uh, there we farve and go. Two dogs to start. We're going to switch it up, and I am going to take the Arizona Cardinals minus five and a half, my bronze pick. I think a healthy, scrambling Kyler Murray is a touchdown better 
uh, than whatever spread that they're facing right now. Four and a half point dogs against the Rams. Yeah, but they, they didn't face a healthy scrambling Kyler Murray last year. Add in A.J. Green, who's not as done as everybody thinks. Can we just stop giving up on people who play in Cincinnati for eight years? Corey Dillon wasn't done. A.J. Green's not done. Carson Palmer wasn't even close to done. But people nope. get tired of playing for the cheapest team in football. And they just somewhat retire. So A.J. Green being back, adding that extra offensive weapon. Kyler Murray throws a very catchable ball. And if you're a tall, lanky, wide receiver, you got it. And he's proven that. Uh, third and 16 against the Rams. The biggest Kyler Murray play I've seen since Oklahoma. So I wouldn't want to play Kyler Murray right now. If I can get Kyler Murray over the San Francisco 49ers who don't know who their quarterback is. By the way, it's almost a week to the day where I said Jimmy Garoppolo would be a backup quarterback. More about that calf injury in truth of the week. But uh, Trey Lance looks good athletically, but he's not ready to beat the best, the, the hottest team in football. Uh, under a touchdown, I'll take it. I know the Niners are pesky. I know they're physical. Not enough. No Robert Sill anymore. That defense missed something. So yeah, we're taking the Arizona Cardinals minus five and a half. My fourth pick, I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers at a nice price, minus one and a half at home, and we'll, what will probably be a bit more of a home game against the Cleveland Browns. I don't think Cleveland, Ohio travels as well as the as the Vegas Oakland triangle. But uh, also, just Baker didn't really didn't look good. They should have lost that game to the Vikings. I'm Hoping this isn't an emotional pick on my behalf because they cost me so much. I'm just going to bet against them again. But uh, no Jarvis Landry seems to be something real that Baker's missing. I'm very impressed with Miles Garrett, but I'm more impressed with the Chargers as a whole. Justin Herbert's top seven QB in the league easily. Derwin James is back causing problems. Joey Bosa and those linebackers are getting to Baker. And let me tell you, if you ever watch Baker under stress, it's not good. So I think Baker's going to be running around with his head chopped off and uh, making some excuses on Monday for this loss that they're about to pick up against the Chargers. All right, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going against Mike's pesky Dolphins. All right, put me in, coach. Just give me a chance. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the Bucs at minus 10. They're way better than the Dolphins. Uh, and to all their weapons, Godwin, Evans, Brown, I know Gronk won't be back, but it won't matter. They're back home after two tough games. It's easy to say they might be fatigued. I don't think so. It's still early in the season. And I just don't think that anywhere on the Miami Dolphins roster has any sort of weaponry to keep up with the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers put up at least 28, and I don't see the Dolphins scoring more than 17. There we go. There's a spread. So I'll go 30 30-17, final score. Uh, Camp Bay Buccaneers. And my last pick in the kneecap-biting game of the week. I'm taking the Detroit Lions looking for their first win for their player-friendly head coach. They're fighting hard. They're having some bad luck. Having some interesting, you know, interesting things happen to them. Jared Goff somehow threw an interception from his nuts last week. <laughs> A very Detroit Lions thing to do. But, you know, he's still Jared Goff. This is some backup quarterback. It's Jared Goff. And I think the spread's much too high for a Minnesota Vikings team that has not been thoroughly impressive. And one good home win against Seattle. A very ugly home loss against the Browns. Uh, very, I just don't very think Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is the type of guy who's covering eight and a half points against anybody right now. 
but that's just for real. Uh, Lions got to be looking at this game as their best chance for a win. Their schedule doesn't really get any easier. So I think the I think the Vikings win this by four, stopping a Jared Goff drive on the last drive of the game, and they sneak away two and three, still in it. Lions plus eight and a half. So we got the Colts plus seven on Monday Night Football. The Giants plus seven. Here's Arizona Cardinals minus five and a half to the San Francisco 49ers who don't have a quarterback yet. The Los Angeles Chargers over the Browns. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 10 uh, versus the Miami Dolphins in Tampa at the ship. The Detroit Lions traveling about an hour or two to Minnesota uh, to play Kirk Cousins, who's looking very pedestrian lately. And uh, I like the Lions to fight fight, fight for um, MCDC their coach, Dan Campbell. And there are your Hugh picks. Hugh. Hugh. Jeff. Hugh. The fave said coming now. You Reds? I am ready for your favorite segment. <laughs> yes. Uh, very surprised the Ravens are favored by seven. Love yeah, the Colts pick. Hate the Colts pick slash love the Colts pick. You know what I mean? Too many points. Yeah, too many points. Um, Giants, yeah, plus seven. They're kind of feeling themselves, you know, shocked the world again. America's I game feel like of the week. The, the whole world's somewhat overfeeling the Cowboys. They're a good team. I got them 10th right now in the league, but I that's just it's about a point or two too much. And uh, I get the full touchdown, I'll take it. Yeah, Carolina without their top guys went toe to toe. Uh, bronze, Arizona. You know, I didn't like it when I heard it. And now as I gather my notes, San Fran is always that team. Every division has one team that gives the top guys always. And San Francisco was in the basement for a long time. That was Arizona. But watching Arizona slay their dragon yeah. last night, the Rams. And here comes, you know, this Niners team that has really been kind of shitting on them, good and bad, for a decade. Yep. So I see this as a franchise turning win for Kingsbury and Kyler. It's always good to know when both QB and coach are all in together. Always are all in. Coach and QBs are always all in. But when they're all in together, timeline, happenstance, uh, you know. Yep. Anyway, I think I think I think think everybody in the football gross. I think anybody in the football media, everybody in the football media right now is underestimating the ambition of the Arizona Cardinals. As in, like, you know, some people have them in the playoffs. I have them in the playoffs. Not winning the division, but I have them in the playoffs. You got Nuke Hopkins, A.J. Green, J.J. Watt, uh, Kyler Murray. You know, like, they are in that dressing room thinking Super Bowl. Now, do we think they're going to, you know, do it? We might not. But that's where they're thinking. So I'm, I, 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 I'm not thinking, like, hey, let's... Let's fight hard and squeak out a victory over the Niners. I'm thinking like let's end. They're thinking let's end this one by halftime, you know. So you just, also you with, with, King, with Kingsbury and Kyler, they don't lay off the gas, you know. Like uh, I just I, I see this being like like the Minnesota Vikings aren't covering eight and a half because they're not built to win by two touchdowns over anybody. They, the the style that they play with Dalvin Cook, they're just looking to win. The Arizona Cardinals is they're they're playing like a Texas Tech football. Let's try to score four touchdowns in the first half every game. And you're not going to lose a lot of games like that. Anyway, keep going. True story. 
Um, so yeah, you, you really like your lions, eh? You picked them sixth. I, I feel like you, they should have been higher on your board the way you, uh, slid in the reaffirmation before I even got to that game. You know, it, it, it's, it was, you know, they were between, it was, they weren't going to make the podium cause it's the fucking lions, but I still think it's the sharp side of that pick. The Vikings aren't a good enough team to be getting eight and a half points over a division opponent with their starting quarterback in and, if, if the Lions were playing their backup, then okay. But it's Jared Goff. He, him, and Cousins are equal. So no, no more Detroit bets. Their coach is. You said player friendly. That's extremely generous and accommodating, Jeff. He is a lunatic and is <laughs> capable of anything at any time. He was down fourteen nothing inside the red zone three times. Yeah, that's against the Bears, kick. Two field goals. Yep. And you're down one possession at half. Ooh, that could be the thing that screws me. Like, it's it's everything, man. The guy just, he is the bad crazy. The good crazy is the Chargers guy. Yeah. Which can prove equally uh, disturbing to bet on. You say there's not going to be any more of a home game. It will be more of a home game. But that dog pound travels more than you think. When Cleveland went belly up, in the 60s and 70s. Those were good, hardworking people. They scattered around the country. Browns Nation is coming to SoFi. Okay, the dog pound, just like the black hole happened, it's going to happen in SoFi, and they fucking bark loud. There's about a they half kept, a dozen dog pounders listening to Look Who's Talking. We love you. Uh, they kept the showing... The pick. Yay or nay. They kept, show, they kept showing Chargers fans. Like at them on the Monday Night Football game, like totally dressed up, like lightning bolts and stuff. And all I'm yes. thinking is, they work there. Like they pay those people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, that's voice of God and you and Dewey at the Leafs game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's game crew. Anyway, we had a Darth Vader. It's like oh, anyway. Um, you know what? You might Maybe. be right. You, you, uh, the Lions is, is Coach Campbell so aggressive that he's going to cost me that spread by not kicking field goals. We shall see, but I'll take the Lions plus eight and a half. That's a good point, though. So, and you already know how I feel about my, my, I'm talking like it's 2002 and I'm a Dolphins fan still. Sorry, everybody. There's a couple people still listening to this show that remember that I bled turquoise in whatever color they are. Snowflake. That movie hit me I feel like you just, I feel like you just love wearing turquoise and orange as a combination. So it was like, oh, I may as well cheer for the Dolphins. I wear these colors all the time. <laughs> With blue uh, shoes. All right, folks. Hugh picks. Hugh and the rebut. Mostly on board this week. Weird pick last week. One and one. SoFi double split down the middle. Lost the Rams, won the Chargers, got back to weekend. We shook off the sprinkles. And we're gonna reload. Canadian Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day, everybody, this weekend. Bills on Sunday night with no work on Monday? How amazing is that? All right, it cost me a shift with Ponikvar in the bus. That's how amazing it is. The smash. A rare, if ever, New England Patriots minus eight and a half at the hapless, helpless, hopeless Houston Texans. Davis Mills is a certified third-string rookie. That's what he is. He, he just got thumped in a monsoon by people that want to eat his children. Okay. Bill's mafia took Bill's Davis Mills and spit him out. 
And Billy B, after the most heartbreaking loss, is going to get some hate fuck revenge on these Texans. I'm talking 25-6, same shit they laid on the Jets and Zach Wilson. Eight and a half, I'm looking alt line. I'm looking, hey, Tommy Boy, our ex, just broke our heart in front of everybody at the prom. Now I'm going to go fuck the three and a half under the bleachers. That's what's going to happen at Reliance Stadium in Houston, Texan. H-Town likes to get greasy, and Weird Mike's getting extra greasy. Okay, Mac Jones, everybody kind of jerking this kid off for hanging tough with Tommy, all right? Guess what? He didn't blow his load, all right? He's hidden H-Town, king of diamonds, Mac Jones, who is undefeated on the road, by the way, and will remain undefeated on the road. The smash, heaviest smash of the year. Patriots minus eight and a half. Billy B gets the backdoor revenge the next week. On to Cincinnati, as he likes to say. On to Cincinnati for you diehards. And I'll be sprinkling, which has bailed me out a couple of weeks, guys. The sprinkle's red hot now. You guys fade the smash, takes the headlines, but red hot sprinkle coming at you. The Washington football team plus two and a half at home. Tasty dog to a Saints team that, as I watched the entire second half, you think it's emotional, but I know what I saw. I saw a resident, hesitant team who doesn't know. You know, they use Taysom way more than I thought. Jameis is way off his rhythm. This guy is a pocket passer. This guy's a timing guy. This guy needs 30, 35 throws a game. And then you get your Heisman Trophy crab stealing, hot pants wearing free Jameis. Okay. Washington football team doing it with offense. And the Giants did it when it matters. And the Redskins are going to do it too. Plus two and a half. All right. I actually see this number jumping the fence. I'm going to post it again. Day of Washington football team. Please don't change your name. Red Hawks, Red. I don't know what they're thinking. Just keep it the way it is. Yeah. Finally got a little bit of organizational momentum. Plus two and a half and a quick bonus pick. First of the year, Hugh, I'll be given one a quarter. Coming from the college football world, everybody. Biggest game of the year at Iowa University in over a decade. Three versus four. The Hawkeyes minus two versus the Penn State Nittany Lions. Four o'clock, Fox, Saturday afternoon. The Hawkeyes minus two. Bonus pick going on the record. Hop on. College football has been good to Weird Mike. There's your gambling donut. Gambling donut with a little Iowa croissant next to it. Uh, very excited. Uh, you know what? I, uh, I it's funny with college football. If this game was in Penn State, I I lean Penn State, but uh, it's it's hard to pick against Iowa. And they're again the biggest home regular season game in a, I don't know, a long, long, long time. You know, um, unofficially is like forty seven years. Maybe one slipped in there, but this is this is generational stuff going down. Should be good. There's your gambling donut. Those are your Hugh Picks, folks. Let us know what you think at Hugh's Talk and send in your DMs or at Weird Mike. Let him know how he looks with his new jibs whenever they do arrive. Those, there's your daily dental report uh, brought to you by Hawk Media. All right. Um, yes. So my Hugh Picks, by the way, for the year are 13, 10, and 1. We are getting further and further away from 500. And we're very bad. 
I hop, I recommend you hop on board, especially my gold pick this week. Monday night football is going to be a battle. Okay. I, uh, this is our back to the future section real quick. I got Tom Brady. I just made this bet at plus 1000 to win the MVP. Yeah. I know Kyler Murray's the hot pick right now and he's not a bad one, but he's got a much tougher schedule coming up. Tom, Tom's second in the league in passing yards right now. They're not a great running team. He is the he is their offense, just distributing all these wicked weapons. He's got 10 touchdowns and two picks. And do you want to hear his schedule for the rest of the year? Besides the Buffalo Bills, I'm looking at a whole bunch of W's. Here we go. Uh, this week, we got the Miami Dolphins, followed by the Philadelphia Eagles. Then the Chicago Bears. W. And then the New Orleans Saints. Maybe. Then we got a week nine bye. Love it. Washington football team. Check mark. New York Giants. Maybe. Indianapolis Colts. Big maybe, Jeff. W. Atlanta Falcons. Sure. Buffalo Bills. Super Bowl preview, according to your boy, Jeff Hugh. Again, maybe. that'll be a good one. New Orleans Saints again. And the Carolina Panthers. Yes. No, so no Seahawks, no Packers, no Cardinals. No, you know, they've already played the Rams. Uh, you know, no, Ra no Ravens, no Chiefs, no Chargers. Uh, it's, it does not seem. How do you, I see 50 touchdowns here easily? Uh, for a Bruce Arians offense, and it's like Tom. Let's get you one more MVP. So at plus a thousand, I think with every multiple down game, uh, those odds are going to drop a little bit. So right now, I'm telling you, take it plus one thousand. And yeah, Tom Brady always a good bet. Plus they're going to protect him, so he's like he's going to be okay. He'll have time, and they love lay. They don't they don't lay off the gas. That's not Tom Brady, Bruce Arians football. So. If, they, if he's got two, three touchdowns in the first half, he can get six. All right. Uh, now time. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. <laughs> Truth of the week, folks, is if Jimmy G's calf injury was so bad that he needed to stay out of the football game against their rival Seattle Seahawks at home while currently having a record of two and one in a very tight football game, would he not sit down <laughs> instead of standing the rest of the game on the sidelines? It's your calf. I've had calf injuries. I'm a flyboarder. You need to sit down. You need to rest it, especially if you are planning to get back into the football games. Uh, I think the difference between Trey Lance's Niner, Jimmy G's Niner, is bigger than people think. And I also think that Kyle Shanahan's a shrewd, sly motherfucker. And I think that him and Jimmy, knowing how to keep his trade value, basically said, hey, I'm never going to bench you. But when I think it's time to put Trey in, you're going to have an injury. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I think they went in at halftime, and I think Shanahan looked at Jimmy and was like, hey, how's that plant foot? And then gave him a look. And then Jimmy was like, really? And Kyle's like, yeah, how's that plant foot? And Jimmy's like, yeah, you know, my calf is a little sore. And Kyle's like, how, how sore? You think, you think maybe 
maybe sit out the rest of the game, get you back next week. We'll get the docs, take a look at it. Yeah, Kyle, I agree. And there we have it. And it's Trey Lance. The birth of Trey Lance happened right in front of our eyes because Jimmy had thrown an ugly pick to Quandre Diggs. The offense was not moving. And the herd talked about this earlier in the week, and I think he kind of poo-pooed it, but it's real. There's teams in the league who have to deceive with game planning defenses to get wide open receivers, to get a whole defenses moving the wrong way towards a run while you pass RPOs. And then there's about 10 quarterbacks, 12 quarterbacks in the league. And I think Kyle thinks Trey is eventually going to become one of the, with these guys where you can just max protect, put him back, give him a couple extra seconds to throw, and he'll pick any defense apart because he's really good at it. He's an all-world quarterback. Jimmy G's not one of those guys. Neither was Jared Goff. Neither is Kirk Cousins. You need an excellent game plan to get open receivers. And I think Kyle's sick of it. And you know what? I think he knew he was going to do this early in the season. And now it just seemed like a great time. Hey, just threw an ugly pick. So let me tell you something, Jimmy. I'm Kyle Shanahan. You have a calf injury, okay? Remember the deal we made? So I didn't just cut you? Yeah. We're going to keep your trade value up because I'm going to not, I'm not going to publicly say you suck or Trey Lance is better. We're just going to say you have a calf injury. Something that's easily healable a couple weeks down the line, like a guy in the war shooting himself in the foot to get out of a storm in the beaches. Anyway, I grew up with Brett Favre. The guy played with broken ribs, sprained ankles, and broken fingers. Something about this whole situation feels weird to me. I might not be totally right, but I don't think I'm totally wrong. It's pro football. Stop thinking it's all honest. It's not. Anyway, Shanahan told him he was hurt. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Ipso facto, blah, blah, blah. He's a backup quarterback. That's your truth of the week. That's the, uh, that's the theme for the movie Snake Eyes for you movie buffs. Nicholas Cage giving the boxer the nudge, nudge, wink, wink before the big fight when to take the dive. Indeed. And the boxer had no choice but to agree because he agreed earlier to do the same, even though he didn't want to anymore. Uh, maybe that's that's shady shit, man. That's that's yeah. not that. I don't I don't. No, no, no. I get I'm down with shady shit. <laughs> I'm talking about filling a room again. Me one on it's different when you you think everybody in that room thinks Trey Lance is ready and, and, and can beat Russell with the Maybe limited not ready, game plan. But, but to ha- if they think they're going to make the playoffs and if Kyle Shanahan wants Trey Lance, a ready Trey Lance by playoff time, because then they, I think Kyle thinks they have a better chance to win. You got to get him some experience. And I don't think he wants Jimmy G as his quarterback come playoff time. And you know what? Let's get him in there. It's just a, just a theory, but yeah, I got when it. they no, show it, when they it reeks, it reeks. Oh, J, Jimmy G's missed half of half of his tenure with the 49ers with injuries. He got replaced basically uh, by a by a really good football team. Traded multiple first round picks to replace you, Jimmy, because of your injury problems. Now you got a slight calf injury. You're not going to be pissed off. You're not going to fight like hell. I'm telling you, you're either laying down because that calf injury is so bad or you're playing or you're so pissed off on the sideline that like it's obvious, like the, the announcers talking about it. What, what I saw was a totally uh, a guy who was in on some sort of conspiracy that he didn't really love, but he didn't have a choice. Put his earpiece in. Shut up, Jimmy. 
Sit down, bro. Anyway, that's it. Uh, That's all, I think. Uh, Anything for shut the Huck up? Huck, just quickly. Man, are are the Titans going to be okay? They'll be all right. They need a receiver, though. They They, they need the receivers back, eh? They they need either Brown or uh, Julio, if not both. Do you think they beat the Jaguars this week? Yes. Uh, Minus four, low number, low-hanging fruit with a desperate urban mire in North Florida. Throwing a little humidity, and you got yourself a weird... I think Jacksonville is going to London three road games. These guys might not be back for a month. Some weird shit brewing in the worst NFL city, Jacksonville, Florida. You know what? Easiest way to get rid of the shady shit going on in pro football is to just win, baby. We miss you, Al. You would have been pissed off about the lightning, too. All right. That was a great episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please, if you love the episode, if you know, share the podcast. Uh, remember, don't just uh, listen to it. Download it. Follow us. Steal your friends' phones and follow us as well. We really appreciate all the support. Follow us at Hughes Talking. Or uh, follow Weird Mike at Weird Mike. Check out at Huck Media as well. And do all your bets and check out the big wicked list of stuff other people are making at betopenly.com. They've given me an account and my number is growing. I'll be sharing my progress on betopenly.com at our Hughes Talking page. Thanks a lot, folks. And anything from Shut the Huck Up. Go Titan. They need all the help they can get. See you guys later. Yeah, we back. Speaking of 17, no more drought. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills make you want to shout. Trade day, trade day, making plays. That's John Murphy on the radio.